0: that let's open the bibles please to revelation chapter 18 revelation 18 we're going to begin reading in verse uh, 9 and we're going to read responsively through verse 14 revelation 18 verse 9 shall we stand please for the reading of god's word revelation 18 verse 9 And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning. Standing afar off for fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour is thy judgment come. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her for no man buyeth their merchandise any more. The merchandise of gold, and silver, and precious stones, and of pearls, and fine linen, and purple, and silk, and scarlet, and thion wood, and all manner vessels of ivory, and all manner vessels of most precious wood, and of brass, and iron, and marble, and cinnamon, and odors, and ointments, and frankincense, and wine, and oil, and fine flour, and wheat, and beasts, and sheep, and horses, and chariots, and slaves, and souls of men. And the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee, and all things which were dainty and goodly are departed from thee, and thou shalt find them no more at all. If you look back at the beginning of verse Uh, well verse 11 talks about the merchants of the earth verse 12 the merchandise it lists all these things that they're buying and selling Then, if you look at the end of verse 13 it says and slaves and souls of men and uh, tonight we're going to talk about very very amazing truth human trafficking Uh, human trafficking I hope you listen very carefully It's a very uh, deep thing, very sad. It's gone on from the beginning of history, it will to the end. uh, We need to see what's happening and what we're uh, involved in uh, the soul business. All right, human trafficking. Let's pray. Father, I pray that you'd make us aware of these things, help us to see the big picture, help us to see what's behind events, policies, agenda, Help us to see, spiritually, to discern. We pray that thou wouldst open our eyes, that we might behold wondrous things out of thy law, that it bring conviction where needs be, and a burden uh, to be a soul winner, a burden for the souls of men to be brought into thy kingdom, a few brands plucked out of the fire, Give us a soul winner's heart. We yield to your spirit. We pray that he would uh, put these things upon us, do the work in our heart. Turn us, and we shall be turned. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And you may be seated. Human trafficking. Uh, I remember the other day, my I was somewhere with my dad, and he said, What do you do to make money? <laughs> That's a good... Pretty point blank. Otherwise, you know, how do you get your financial income? Uh, many different answers to that. Not everybody's a businessman, but if somebody were to ask you what business are you in, your answer ought to be, I'm in the soul business. I'm in the soul business. That's what business I'm in. So human trafficking is nothing new. People try to point out one really small way that this happened in history. But in the past, is very common. Not only common, it became cultural. Not only cultural, uh, it was accepted. It was normal. It was a way of life. And it still exists today. Uh, I don't know why people can't see what's happened in history What's happening with all races of people, all nations, all times in history? Human trafficking is uh, nothing new. The strong would capture the weak or take advantage to make a commodity out of a human being for a profit. There's nothing new under the sun, and God requireth that which is past. So, not just white people did this to black people. White people did this to white people. I know that's too deep for some people. Black people did this to black people. Right. It's happened from the beginning of time. There has been slaves and human trafficking. If you've ever studied the Roman Empire, what they did to the so-called barbarians and forced them into slave labor. If you Look at up what the British did to the Irish. It's, It's unbelievable of the cruelty that they did. Look what African tribes did to other African tribes. Look what Native Americans did to other Native American tribes. They captured the Spanish, Anglo settlers, Mexicans, They sold them in Santa Fe and Taos and Abiqui and uh, Anton Chico, other places, which became slave trade centers. Look it up. They were called Hinosarios or uh, mixed blood slaves. And so there's nothing new. All in the Bible. And the Bible actually has slavery legal as a spoil of war or as a way to pay off your debt. They would become an indentured servant, we would call it. I believe, I may be wrong on this, I think Abraham Lincoln was an indentured servant. His father sold him for a while to pay off some debts. One of the reasons he hated slavery so much happened to other people. Uh, It was very common in, in the beginning of American history as a way to pay off your debt a parent would sell their child and they would work labor to pay their debt. And then once they paid it, they would return home. So in the Bible, um, the year of Jubilee, uh, 50, 70, 7 times 70, 49, the year after Pentecost or Jubilee, all the slaves would be set free, all of the debts would be forgiven. But, There's nothing new about this. Don't be shocked or surprised. Don't fall for political correctness. But the plan of the Antichrist and the mother of harlots, Mystery Babylon, the great, has always used merchandising, trafficking, buying and selling, retail, buy cheap, sell high, and the Antichrist with socialism, the redistribution of wealth, it says that he will deposit his wealth in the midst of the seas. There's nothing new about this. So today, there's the merchandising by Mystery Babylon of slaves and the souls of men. Notice the distinction. The slave is the literal physical body to do servile labor but the soul is mysterious it's invisible but it is just as part of merchandise as a physical body and they are trafficking merchandising the souls of men if you don't believe it there it is you can look it up again study it for yourself Uh, Revelation 18 at the end of verse 13 slaves and the souls of men. So we need to see the big picture. Yeah, many times I've heard it said, if there's an investigation, and it's a mystery, and you can't somehow figure out, what is the answer? How do you solve the mystery? You can always go back to the almighty dollar. It's always has been about money. The love of money is the root of, of all evil the Bible tells us so it's not just physical trafficking though that's very dangerous and I warn you all the way we're 70 miles from the border you should always lock your car always watch out for your children never leave your children in a car you should protect your family the best you can Uh, there's human trafficking all the time when when I was a kid I would have on milk cartons you know, they have a picture of a child's face. So and so, how do you remember that? I'm pretty old. Uh, have you ever studied how many people disappear in national parks every year in America? It's scary. M- many, many. N- I wouldn't go to uh, what's the Yosemite a dangerous place. Uh, no, I'm joking. A lot of people disappear in Yosemite. A lot of people disappear in Rocky Mountain National Park. A lot of people disappear in Yellowstone. Look it up. Where did they go? Did they get beamed up? Did they fall into the void, into the pit? Uh, they just disappear. And uh, I have a lot to say about that. I can't say it at, at this place. Oh, platform. I don't like that word. Can't say that. Look it up. Study it for yourself. So the souls of men are stolen against their will, some of them are sold by someone has more power than them, held against their will, become literal merchandise, traded or sold to somebody else against their will. And if you look at it, it always goes back to money, profit, love of money, by the selling, buying, Selling for more money, profit. So if you look at any event, we need to open our eyes. I'm very saddened by the average Christian is not very spiritual. The average Christian is not discerning. They, they don't know scripture. They've never studied prophecy. They don't understand spiritual warfare, they they just somehow can't get it, and when there's these events on the news, it could be local, worldwide, whatever it is, we need to see the big picture. Amen. So we need to pray that God would open our eyes, we'd get a, 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 a burden for the souls of men. Right. What should it profit a man if he should gain the whole world, but lose his own soul. One soul is worth more than the riches of the entire earth. So why are war started? Have you ever studied it? Look it up. It didn't start because of a disagreement and argument. It's all about souls. Spiritual warfare. Politics. Political parties. Political agenda. Policies. What is behind it? What is behind trade deals, embargoes, taxes? What's really behind the advertising? What are they getting people to buy? What's deeper than that? What's the real meaning behind it? What's the meaning behind the stock market and the crash of the stock market financially and if you studied it, the Nazis caused the stock market to crash in 1921, to ruin the American economy. There, there, there's so much things. If you delve a little deeper, right. what's behind religion? I'm talking about powerful, not the truth, not Christianity, false religions, quote in quote Christendom. What is behind temptation, lust, covetousness, jealousy, envy, and marketing? It's all about the souls of men. It's all about human trafficking. And it's all about money. And souls are money. And so, he that winneth souls is wise. We ought to be in the soul business. Now, when you look at merchandising, retail, What is the media really doing to people? When they project something, try to tempt them to buy it. It's not just buying a product. You're getting involved in a spirit. You're succumbing to a spirit. You're subjecting yourself to a spirit. And they have a plan to get you to buy the product. They want your soul. They want your soul. What about sports? Why is football on Sunday? Of all the days of the week they could have picked, why the Lord's Day to play football? It's a religion. If they can get you to fall for the religion, they might get your soul. If they can get you to sacrifice the Lord's Day. The entertainment world, Hollywood, Hellywood, Have you ever studied the origin of the word Hollywood? Look it up. It was a place in Europe where they sacrificed to devils and Satan. And then they moved it over to, uh, you know what uh, Los Angeles means? The city of fallen angels. Look it up. It's the most wicked place on earth. Witchcraft, Satanism. Why do they control people with the big screen, which is two-dimensional, has a length and a you know a height, doesn't have any depth. They're trying to fake three-dimensional stuff with uh, all this stuff the artificial, I forget what it's called now, but all these things that are going on, but advertising, social media, what is this all about? just before Jesus comes back, the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mystery Babylon will be utterly destroyed in one hour. Now, we as Bible believers know, we will be raptured out seven years prior to this. We will, The church age will be over. The last soul will be saved. The bride of Christ, the body of Christ will be complete. We'll be called out to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. The Antichrist will then be revealed The time of Jacob's trouble will be the last three and a half years of utter persecution. He will demand a mark be taken in the forehead of the right hand uh, in order to buy or sell. I hope you know that. Don't take it at any cost. But at the end of that, Jesus is coming back, literally on a white horse. The armies in heaven will follow him riding on white horses. His vesture will be dipped in blood. There's going to be a battle in the deep of the second heaven coming down. He will destroy his enemies. He will come down on Mount Sinai, retrace the Exodus, cross the Jordan River, set the battle in array at the Battle of Armageddon, and they will be in the Valley of Decision. Just before this, Babylon is going to fall. It says an angel is going to take a big old stone, like a millstone, throw it, and Babylon will be utterly destroyed. The religious power of the world, the economic power of the world, and the political power of the world. And if if you were to look up right now, and I was talking about this with my wife earlier, what are the greatest Ports on the planet right now. Now, this has to come out of Western Europe or to be a colony of Western Europe. You know, Hong Kong's powerful, Shanghai, other places. It's got to come out of there. Look where all the money's coming from. Look who controls the world. The whole economy of the world's based on what? The U.S. dollar. At one time, it was controlled by the Spanish silver... Piece of eight, pieces of eight that the pirates would fight over and steal. But who controls the world? Who controls it? Study it. Now, if we understand these things, the angelic conflict, as it's called, did God make man to prove something to Satan? Did God make Satan really to serve him? To all these things. But the angelic conflict, it's about the souls of men. It's all about the souls of men. So Lucifer knows his doom. When he fell and became Satan, was cast out of heaven, Jesus said, I saw Satan fall as lightning. Hell is prepared for the devil and his angels. When Jesus would cast out devils, they'd say, torment us not before the time. They know they're going to get judged. And at the end, Satan will know that his time is short. But he knows it's short now. It's just not that short as yet. So, Satan in his wickedness, he says, I'm going to take as many souls with me as I can. I know I'm condemned. He tries to deceive himself and all of his followers into somehow they're going to win. Lying to themselves. But the true wickedness is, Take as many with you as you can. Like I was taught one time, martial art. If you're surrounded and you know you're going to lose, grab one guy and pulverize him. At least pulverize a few of them. Uh, you know, take them down with you. So, Satan knows this. Christ died for the world. Whosoever will may come, drink of the water of life freely. Because Adam and Eve forfeited dominion over the earth. God gave them dominion. When they did this, they forfeited dominion to Satan. If you read the Bible, it says he is now the God of this world. When he tempted Jesus, excuse me, he said, it's to whomsoever I will, I will give this power. So anybody powerful in the world has been given power by Satan. And the reason is, the motive is the souls of men to get as many souls to burn in hell throughout eternity with Him that He can. Because He is the God of this world. The whole world lieth in wickedness. That's a bed of spiritual adultery if you study it. So, this is why... Satan tried to stop Christ. He tried to, you know, stop his lineage. He tried to kill Israel. He tried to kill every man child that was two years and under under Herod. He tried to tempt Jesus to to sin, but he failed miserably. Now, Satan comes along and he makes trade agreements. He is a businessman, he wants a profit, not in money but in the souls of men. He gives money to those who will give him more souls. We need to see what's happening. The richest people on earth are the most wicked people on earth, right. generally speaking. There may be an exception. I don't know. So he makes a deal in the Old West. They call it crawfish. You ever seen what a crawdad does or crawfish? They call him a mud bug in uh, Louisiana, but you know they flap that tail. They go backwards, and if you ever want to kill a fly with the fly swatter, you hit just behind them because they have to take off backwards. No, that's you need to know that. Uh, they they take off just a little bit because the flies show up when there's death. The dung beetle shows up when there's death. So Satan barters, if you will, for souls. He's in the soul business. God and Satan are in a battle. Heaven and hell, uh, good and evil. The kingdom of God versus the kingdom of darkness is in a battle for the souls of men. So what is it? It's a matter of merchandise. Buying and selling souls. Gaining souls into one or the other kingdom. Saving souls from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And that's why the Bible tells us you're to buy the truth and sell it not. It's going to cost you. You know, there's a new brand of fake Christianity that's easy and and you'll never suffer. You won't have to sacrifice. There's no repentance from sin. But you're going to have to buy it and not sell it. And a lot of people won't buy it or they will sell it and they are what we call a sellout. They will sell their souls, eternal soul, to die and burn in hell for eternity for money, riches, power, popularity, the applause of men. Mm-hmm. Buy the truth and sell it not. Truth cost you. Yep. Very costly. Amen. You know, don't fall for it that it's cheap very very costly costs the blood of Jesus Christ now Satan makes false promises he's a user and an abuser he takes advantage by offering wealth power popularity lands riches But then he always crawfishes on the deal. That's what they call it in the old. He always does. Remember when Judas betrayed Christ for 30 pieces of silver and with a kiss. And Jesus said, Friend, you know why are you coming? And when Judas got under conviction and went back to the Pharisees, he was so under conviction. You know what they said? What is that to us? We used you. We don't care about you. And he went out and he hung himself, committed um, suicide. But that's what always happens. If you've ever heard the story, it's a true story about Robert Johnson, the uh, black wannabe uh, blues player. I think it was in Mississippi. He wanted to be famous, but he couldn't play the guitar. Somebody told him, if you'll go out there to the crossroads, if you've ever studied those songs about the crossroads and out in the country, he went out and he did a deal with the devil. And he sold his soul that if Satan would allow him to have good coordination, mind, body, eye, and spiritual prowess to play that thing, he'd give him his soul. And he came back. And the stories that he was mesmerizing in what he could play and do. And this became what was called the blues. If you've ever studied it, Satan deceived these people who were going through rough times and poverty in the deep south to sing about all their troubles in their life. It became very popular. And then that turned into rock and roll. And Elvis Presley took that and juked and gyrated his way to the top, and there's stories that he sold his soul. Look up the video of where he gets possessed by Satan and his whole. I mean, Elvis the Pelvis, uh, the sellout, sold his soul for riches. And how many people are in hell right now because of Elvis Presley? Yeah. My mom told me the story that there was a. People were going to church one Sunday night in Oklahoma, and Elvis was going to be on the Ed Sullivan show, and the whole, a large percentage of America picked Elvis over God's house. And he became an idol, and a, people will go to Graceland, wherever that is, whatever it is, versus the house of God. That's right. How many people are in hell right now because of the Beatles? It? Right. The mop top from uh, England, they sent their garbage over here. They should have kept it. Amen. How many people are in hell right now because of the rolling? Have you ever studied what a rolling stone is? Jesus is the stone cut out without a hand. Jesus is the stone that's going to smash the image of the beast that Nebuchadnezzar saw. They mocked and... This wicked guy named The Rock who's a sellout who brags about uh, consuming infant human flesh. Look it up what's going on out there. And the people that follow those wrestlers and that fake trash and all the uh, Hollywood star. Why is it an idol? Why do they get an Emmy? Why do they get the Academy Award? Well, look it up. Came right out of Hollywood. Now... This is where we're at. ACDC, when I was young, had that song, Highway to Hell. And what they say? I'm giving the devil his due. Nobody's going to stop me. Don't slow me down. I remember Blue Oyster Cult had a song, cult, called, uh, what was it called? Living for, uh, I'll think of it in a moment. It's full of it. They're not hiding it. They're saying, I sold my soul to Satan. I'm going to burn in hell forever. But I'm getting riches and power and women and all these things money can buy for a short time. And follow me and it's the Pied Piper leading them right off the cliff into the pit of hell. It's happening before our very eyes. Every creature is given a portion in this life by God. So what are we to do? We're to get in the soul business. Amen. The soul business. How many churches are not even in the soul business? It's a social club. Yeah. They don't get they don't preach. They don't draw the line between God and the devil, the world, the flesh, and the will of God. They don't give an invitation. They don't, they're not, there's no urgency. There's no sacrifice. There's no altar to do the will of God. They don't go door-to-door soul winning. They don't even know what it means. They're ashamed of Christ. I was talking to somebody recently. And you know, the good old Bible-believing soul winners are always equated with the Mormons and the Jehovah Witnesses because they're the only people that do it and they're heretics. But Jesus in the Great Commission said, go two by two and Knock on the door if they receive you. Let your blessing come in. They don't knock the dust off your feet. Go on to the next house. But this is where we're at. Satan grants worldly riches and power or wise. And if you look at it for a quota of souls. Now, this is all in the word of God. If you look at the image that Nebuchadnezzar saw. And it was composed of different metals which represented world powers. And you see Babylon. You know how many people went to hell because Nebuchadnezzar had the power? Or in hell. And then when it was passed on to the Medes and the Persians. You know how many souls are in hell right now because the Medes and the Persians were given power? And then it was given to the Greeks under Alexander the Great that drunken sodomite and how many people are in hell because of the Greeks right now all of their foolish polytheism and their wicked architecture all the philosophers of the world that came out of Greek and then you look at the wicked Romans who were ungodly and started the fake Catholic church under Constantine, who changed Istanbul into all that stuff and made the fake Christianity and then all the Protestants out of it. How many souls are in hell? It's the soul business. They get the power. The government. The politics. The land. The riches. Judas. Followed in line. What happens in the end? You go out and hang yourself. Look up how many rich, famous people died this year. And and their body was decrepit and they were old. And the glory was over. And it was too late. And Satan crawfished on the deal. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of economics, politics, business, the love of money. So in Revelation 18... We have this great whore who did all the damage to all the world. That merchandise, and and this tells us, here's the inventory of what the great whore sells. This is what they have. It's just like going to Walmart and you see the inventory. Here's the uh, cans of vegetables. Here's the beans. Here's the bags of rice. They look at souls no different than that it's just an inventory and they have to produce a quota now my little brother works in san antonio he's under a lot of pressure he has to make a quota on his sales they have sales meetings and they're gonna you have to answer did you sell how much did you sell did you keep the policies you've already sold How was your customer service? How many cold calls did you do this month to get more business for our company? And how much money did you make us? They're in it for one thing, money. It's not personal. Sure, they have relationships. If you don't do your job, we'll find some way to let you go. We'll find somebody who will make us more money. So... Just listen to these verses. In, uh, in Ezekiel twenty two twenty seven. 27, the Bible says that the prince will destroy souls. Souls. In Ezekiel 13, the Bible says the false, now listen to this, the false prophets hired women to weave kerchiefs and pillows with armholes to hunt souls to make them fly. Now, I don't don't have time to go into all the details of this. You can look it up in the culture. There were certain things that they sold that were popular with pillows and and bedding. Uh, It's kind of like that new weirdo deal where they want elderly people to get in a onesie. Yeah, that's very practical when you zip yourself up <laughs> yeah, wait until you have an emergency and see what happens uh, but it, so they hunt souls to make them fly they're not in it to, for lands, or they're in it for souls so it, that word relates to a virgin passing the flower of her age it's talking about the petals of a flower opening up And it's all in the the Bible and cultural and history, but this is talking about the reproduction or the fertility, and they want souls to get more souls. They want to steal a soul that will go get more souls to steal because they stole that soul. So they give power to certain souls so that they are a magnet for souls so they can deceive other souls. Because they have to make a quota. A quota. Now, if they don't meet the quota, Satan's going to crawfish on the deal. He'll knock them off just like that. He has henchmen, hitmen, hitmen that'll knock them off. So Satan uses wicked men to get more wicked men, who will multiply more wicked men to get more souls. It's in the government, it's in entertainment, it's in sports, it's in media, it's in cliques of society, it's in social peer pressure, it's in war, it's in music, It's in art. You know how many people are burning in hell right now because of art? I know that seems weird, doesn't it? Why do you think Satan gave people power to be good artists if they're not going to serve God and get saved by it? Because he's in the soul business. How many people are in hell because of music? How many people are burning because they followed a certain band? How many people are in hell right now because of Greek philosophers? How many people are in hell right now because of Sigmund Freud? How many people are in hell right now because of uh, evolution? Who started that? My brain. Who? Darwin. Which was? It's not even. It's a lie. It's a theory. There's no proof. Right. That's right. The Big Bang. It's it's the biggest lie out of hell. Yeah. Right. How many people are in hell right now because of Michael Jackson? How many people are in hell right now? You, you know all these people who did the deal. Whitney Houston. Do you know Whitney Houston grew up singing in a Baptist choir and then rebelled and turned on Christ and went and, get, and sold out for money through that man who owned American Idol? And I don't look it up. What happened to her? Led Zeppelin. Have you ever studied Led Zeppelin? Before their concerts, they take the bow and face the four directions to pay homage. Do you know what the the stairway to heaven is? Look it up. It's Jacob's ladder trying to cheat to get to heaven by deceiving people into witchcraft. you ever studied Ronnie Dio of, uh, what was it? Black Sabbath and uh, there's a couple other bands. He was a warlock. He wore the, the cone hat, was married to a witch, lived in a castle and practiced literal witchcraft. The false teachers, follow me, are not deceived, but they teach heresy on purpose to hunt souls. Don't ever forget that. They're in it for the filthy lucre and not just the money, literally, the souls of men. Why? To make merchandise of souls. If somebody's book is at Walmart, they're hunting souls to make them fly have you read this book the guy's got on makeup and he's and his eyes are that far and he looks like a beady-eyed little weasel but look how and his wife can out preach him and she bleaches her hair blonde look how famous she is you need to oh this is all self-help this is so good you'll feel good about yourself yeah while you go to hell Never mentions sin. Never mentions repentance. Never mentions the God of the Bible. It's all self-help. That's right. So Satan grants the power and he better get that quota. I fully believe Satan lines them up, says, hey, uh, how many souls did you get for me lately? And it's all about that wicked song, what have you done for me lately? What you did in the past isn't good enough. What have you done lately? If you look at Revelation 9 1, a star falls from heaven, has the key to the bottomless pit. He looses these creatures to torture men on earth for five months. They have a face like a man, beard like a lion, hair like a woman. Breastplate is a horse prepared for battle. They've got wings and they got the sting of a scorpion in their tail. They will torture men for five months and death will flee from them. And it says they have a king over them, which is a Baddon and a pollen. And you know what the name means? Destroyer. That's right. Now, here's what this is all about God is angry with those who destroy the earth. Right. This is not just environmentalism. This is talking about destroying the earth that God gave man dominion over. They destroyed the earth. We don't have time to look at it. This is really amazing. If you look up Exodus 5, verse, 8, verse 18 and 19, Pharaoh gave Israel a quota to make bricks. That's right. Every day they had to have a tail of bricks. That word tail means a number required, a quota. And he said, you're going to be my slave and you're going to make bricks and if you don't make them, I'll take away the straw but I'll even keep the quota the same or increase the quota. You're going to produce. You will produce for me. You, I own you. You are my slave. And if you don't, I'll cut you off. Now, what does it say in Genesis eleven three at the Tower of Babel, which is a type of the Antichrist in the end days in which we live? Let us make bricks. And they had slime for mortar. They didn't have real rock. They didn't have real Portland cement, limestone. It was all a facade. Let us make us a name and reach into heaven. Why are there pyramids on every continent around the earth? Because Satan told them how to do it because it's a part of the quota to get a lot of damned souls to burn in hell forever. So, do the deal, but what happens? He always reneges on the deal. Now, what does that mean for us? That means we need to be in the soul business. That's all that matters. We're not here tonight as a social meeting. We're not here because we didn't have anything to do on a Sunday night. We're not here because we didn't find any other clubs that we felt good to associate or affiliate with. This is God's house. This is God's business. This is the church of Jesus Christ the New Testament church, born again, blood bought, justified, sanctified, already glorified, waiting on the rapture, we are in the soul business, and some of us need to wake up and realize everything we do ought to in some way be connected to the big picture. Soul winning. Amen. You know we, we sing it all the time. I want to be a soul winner for Jesus every day. He means so much to me. We ought to sing that all the time. We we ought to sing it till we drive it into our hard head and get a burden that we are in the soul business. And when you go to Walmart and you buy your groceries to put in your gut, don't forget you're in the soul business. And when you go to the Valero whatever and pump gas in your car, We are in the soul business. We've got to somehow quit getting distracted and see what's really going on. Redeeming the time for the days are evil. It's almost over. So, what did Jesus do? God sent His Son to die for my soul. For your soul. He is the propitiation for the sin of the world, especially those that believe. I could go on and on. We're out of time. Look at the Bible. Look at history. Look at the world events. Look at individual events. Look at events within each nation. This is all about souls of men. Souls of men. May God give me a greater burden. May God trouble me. We need to feel it. This is life or death. We're not playing church. This is the soul business. And read it again. They make merchandise of slaves and souls of men. And they have a quota. Now, NFL season starting, right? They pick their idols, their heroes. We know the great quarterbacks, if you follow it. You know the great coaches. You know the one they call the GOAT, the greatest of all time. You know he does deals with the devil on the bench. He, he admits it. He's, he thinks he's a god. And if it's looking rough, he goes over there and does these rituals. He, he, they tell it. It's right there. Look it up. Who will they idolize this year? Now we're just getting started. I didn't watch any. I don't know what happened. Who's going to be great? Who's going to get the glory? Who will have the best statistics? Who will be idolized by the marketing to be put in commercials to advertise their product, I'll guarantee you, they got a quota. And you better get me so many million to burn in hell or you're fired, or we'll just bench you or take away your prowess and talent. Notice the ones who are always there. Look at it. It's all about a deal. Nobody gets power in this world without meeting a quota of souls. Satan is the god of this world and he giveth it to whomsoever he will. Who's he going to give it to? Who can get the most to go down with him? It's, It's right there. Why are the New York Yankees so popular when they haven't won lately? And people still pay a lot of money for Babe Ruth and balls and bats and Mickey Mantle, all that stuff, Lou Gehrig, and I forget that, Joe DiMaggio. Why? Whoever can get the biggest quota? The biggest quota. I could go on and on. All right, let's pray. Every head's bowed, every eye's closed. Let's think about this. Let's pray that the Lord would give us a greater burden, a greater awareness a greater consciousness to see the big picture. To see what's really happening. And first of all, we ought to praise the Lord. We ought to be grateful from the bottom of our heart that we came to Christ by His grace and were saved. You know, the next time you sing, Glory, I'm Saved. We ought to all be so happy. Glory, I'm saved.